0: hello everyone and welcome back to let's go on an adventure episode 17 we are doing so well with these episodes we're just chugging along and like i said we're finally back to a normal schedule still working two jobs but right now we have kind of a break period as we get things set up for our store for popcorn northwest so got a little bit of time so i'm trying to get some of these out there for you guys thank you again for everyone who's been following along and going on these adventures with us i hope i have given you some awesome recommendations to read um or something or even some things to think about with some of our discussional ones today's also going to be a discussional one as well and don't worry it's not another akatar one it's not gotcha um thank you again for all of you who have been listening from a bunch of different other countries i know that was kind of an oxymoron i used a lot of words there but from all these other countries, from Poland, France, Italy, um, from Portugal, all of you, thank you so much for listening in and for continuing to listen. It's been great. And I hope you continue to stick around for the ride that we've got going on. So this discussional is a character discussional, but it's from the book series. Well, just from the first book, From Blood and Ash by Jennifer Armentrout, One of my favorite books that I read over the winter. I was hooked, and I've been following along with the books ever since. She's still in progress with writing this series. It's supposed to be a six-book series, uh, so technically a saga, right? So that's cool. Uh, Book five doesn't come out until next year, which makes me so sad. But I'll hang in there. I'm hanging on. Uh, Which means book six won't come out until another year after that, Uh, as well as her prequel series uh, from Shadow and Ember that's what it is, or from Shadow and Ash. I apologize. I should have written that down. Either way, she has the prequel series that's before From Blood and Ash has to do with a lot of the uh, lore, essentially, of the series, and it's really good. It's, it's really good. I absolutely enjoy it. So, for this one, what we are going to do is it's a discussion on the character Victor. Was he truly a loving father figure to Poppy, or was he actually a bad guy, a villain? Now, the reason why I was thinking about this is because we all have, you know, fathers, we have our father figures in our lives whether we love them or hate them. They're there. And it's really hard to look at someone who's labeled as a father figure and see all the stuff that they do and go, "Are you really actually a father figure or are you do you have an ulterior motive?" So, the father figure in question here for from Blood and Ash is Victor. Now, Victor has been there since the beginning of the story. Now, before I delve in too much, there will be spoilers in this podcast. Okay, 100% spoilers for a good chunk of the book. So if you haven't read the series yet, don't listen to this. There's a bunch of spoilers that are going to be involved here. Okay, and I don't want to ruin anything for you. Don't want to ruin any surprises. So if you haven't read it and are wanting to read it, skip this podcast until you read the book. All right. Now, as I was saying, Victor was there from the beginning with Poppy uh, when her parents were killed in the Craven attack. He has essentially been bringing her up in the mansion by the Duke and Duchess Tiamen, who are both ascended. Now, Poppy is what's called the maiden. She is very uh, special in, in the world of the ascended. Because of that, there's a lot of restrictions that are there for her now victor has to uphold a lot of these restrictions but he also has to make sure she's taken care of he's her guard essentially her bodyguard teaches her a bunch of different things and everything like that now the reason why i question his role as a father figure to her or if he's even a good father figure is that even though he took up the mantle in both reality and in poppy's mind there are some things that he does that makes me question his actual love for her or if he's just simply following orders now there's a difference between actually caring for someone and following the orders that are given to you by your superiors he's been ordered by the duke and duchess as well as the queen of the ascended to watch over poppy and to guard her not be a father to her but to guard her to make sure she's always safe Okay, that's the role of a father figure anyways. A father figure will do everything that they can to protect the person, their charge, as well as love them and care for them. Here's where I question his actual loyalty as a father figure, as opposed to just his loyalty to the ascended. Now, I understand that there's really nothing special about Victor, as opposed to Poppy, who's the maiden. He's just another person who, you know, is doing his job. However, he knew everything that Poppy went through, like everything, even things that were supposedly, you know, quote unquote secret. He knew that. Uh, he knew what happened to her family. He knew the reason behind the scars on her thigh and on her face was from the Craven attack that she miraculously survived. Because when you're attacked by a Craven, you turn into one, you die. Now, so he knew the story behind that. And When she wanted to learn self-defense, he was very, very reluctant. Very reluctant. He eventually caved and taught her because she was able to persuade him with that same argument that she watched her parents die. Granted, she was like five, six years old, but she watched them and could do nothing about it. She could do nothing to protect herself, and she didn't wanna be put in that same position ever again. She wanted to make sure she could fight for herself and those she cared for. So eventually, he gave in and agreed from that argument but the very fact that he was fighting so hard not to makes me question his actual loyalty to her now i understand it was technically against the rules because it was unseemly for the maiden to have weapons to know how to do stuff like that however he knew what she had went through a true father figure or a true father would be like you know what i understand your want for self-defense i understand your want to protect yourself let's teach you how to do that and be right on it from the first get-go. Maybe have a little conversation as to, you know, be like, okay, why do you want to do this? But it simply should have been like a five-minute conversation and then be like, all right, let's do this. We'll help do it in secret because you're not supposed to, but let's do this. Instead, it was an actual fight, a constant of her pushing him to teach her. That right there screams red flag for a father figure, red flag for someone who should be caring for you and make sure that you want to be safe. Being able to protect oneself is one of the biggest things that you can give a charge, especially if they've gone something through... When they have gone through something so traumatic that they feel that they need to protect themselves. Now let's go back to the fact that he also knew the things that were supposed to be secret. Now by that I mean she is technically under the care of the Duke and Duchess of the Ascended, um, Duke and Justice Tiemann. I'm probably saying the name wrong. I apologize, Miss Armantrout. This is how I see the words. Now, because she is under their, essentially, care, she lives in their home and such like that, they dictate the things she is allowed and, you know, not allowed to do, including her punishments. Now, the Duchess isn't that bad of a woman. Well, okay, we'll say that lightly. However, the Duke is ruthless. And he revels in pain and he loves to bring his basically BFF, Lord Amazine, to watch when he punishes Poppy and he calls them lessons for those on the outside that Poppy's going to the Duke for a lesson. These lessons half the time require her to strip from the waist down, lean over a desk while he hits her with a cane, making her bleed. And then having healers come in to make sure her body isn't scarred more. But puts her in pain anytime she steps out of line. Anytime she doesn't breathe the way he wants her to. He will find any reason to put her through a lesson. And he will do this in front of Lord Mazine, who is also just as much of a bully, and revels in pain. Now, I think Lord Mazine is more of a perv. And he loves watching her strip half naked and getting a little bit of a strip tease, essentially before watching her get beaten now the duke never goes too far but because he knows if the queen of the ascended knew what he was doing he'd be in a lot of trouble but he's ruthless he will find any way he can to beat her victor knows this victor knows that when she goes to these lessons with the duke that she's being beat usually with a cane She's being beaten. She's being made to bled. And the whole time, she's not allowed to cry or make a sound. If she cries or makes a sound, it gets worse and it takes longer. A true father figure seeing this kind of stuff would find a way to step in. Now, don't get me wrong. I do understand he's restricted just as much by rules in this world as everyone else. These are the ascendant. He's just a person. He can't really say much against the Ascended. But a true father figure, a true father, would get in the way of their charge, of their daughter, of the person that they see as their daughter, as their son, as their child, up the beatings. Whether it's simply saying something to get them to stop or trying to find a way to persuade the situation or literally getting in the way of the cane. Now, that being said, I have no doubt these thoughts may have gone through his head, And if he did that, he would probably be relieved of his position as her guard. And possibly killed. So I do understand that there's one of those, you know, it's which would you rather. But he doesn't try. And that upsets me. At one point in chapter 25, Poppy lets it all out on him. Let's it all out. She's caught kissing Hawk in the garden. And... That's a no, no. She's not allowed to do stuff like that. She's not allowed to do anything normal. And she lets all of that frustration out on him that as he's trying to scold her, that she's not supposed to be doing this, that she's not supposed to be doing that, whatever. She's had enough. She is 100% isolated, 100% isolated. Not only does her face have to be covered at all times, she can't talk to anyone. She can't make friends. She can't go out. She can't have a boyfriend. She can't even read books that are not already pre-discussed with the Duke and Duchess or even the Queen that she's allowed to read. She couldn't read a simple fantasy book. No, that's against the rules. Only these books, which were usually history about the Ascended. She wasn't allowed to do anything anything she wasn't allowed to wear anything she chose she wasn't allowed to let her hair down she wasn't allowed to drink certain things she wasn't allowed to go to different ceremonies or even go to parties or anything that a normal person could do she was not allowed anything because she was chosen as the maiden and when it came to the ascension she had to be the most pure of pure she couldn't do anything to the point where she wished And hoped that when it came to the ascension, that she wasn't considered worthy, so that way she could either run, possibly live a normal life, or just die. That right there should make you as a father figure go, This hurts me so much that she would rather death than have to continue living the life that she is living. But instead of simply reaching out and pulling her close and giving her a hug, he won looks around to make sure no one's there and then tries to reach for her to which she goes, no, I don't want your comfort because he's not actually giving comfort. He's giving her sympathy and pity, but that's it. Not the comfort that she truly needs. Not a hug saying things are going to be okay. You know, I have you. I'm here for you. I will do everything I can. One, he has to look around before he even touches her to make sure no one sees them. It's like she's his dirty little secret without being his dirty little secret. And that's not cool. Hawk even calls him out on this. Hawk straight up tells him the fact that he knows what's going on in those lessons and he does nothing shows that he's a coward of a man. For someone that Poppy looks up to so much that he does absolutely nothing for. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, he's also restricted by the certain rules and laws that are set forth. He's not allowed to do certain things because the Ascended have dictated it so. But he doesn't try to work around it. The very few things that he does work around, like teaching her how to fight, again, took a lot of coercing and pushing before he even was like, okay, yeah, we'll go ahead and do this. It shouldn't take so much. It shouldn't. It should never have taken so much. The very fact that it did shows that he's he wasn't up to the role of a father figure at all. But he's all that Poppy had. And because he was all that Poppy had, she put that title essentially on him and she clung to him in certain ways that would be normal for a child and a father. But unfortunately, I personally, personally, this is just me, do not feel like he was up to the task of having the role of a father figure. Guard, sure, he did everything he could to protect her. But he did not do the things that he should do as a father figure for a father role at all. Granted, I'm not a father, obviously. I'm an older sibling and I've been put in the position of a motherly role more than one occasion. And I can't imagine having someone try to beat one of my siblings without me getting involved. I had a few times. I got involved with my, you know, with different things. We're not going to get into it. And that's just as a role as a sibling, an older sibling. The role of a parent or a parent figure should be ten times more. And he failed in that regard. Do I think Victor was a bad guy? No, I don't. I don't think he was a villain. I don't think he had an ulterior motive. I think he was just as much of a prisoner, but with a bigger cage and more glamorous cage. And by that I mean he could do what he wanted. He could go out to a bar and drink at the end of the shift if he chose to. He could go to a pub. He could go gambling. He could go and have sex with a woman if he chose to. She couldn't go out to get a cup of tea. She can't even sit with a group of people and have lunch. They have to leave. She has to be alone. 100% alone. Could you imagine the weight of her mental state from all of that, from being so lonely. The only friend that she had was Tani, which was essentially like her handmaiden. It's the only person. And they did sneak out and, you know, do stuff. And Victor, at times, turned a blind eye. But he was always turning a blind eye to the things that should have had his attention and he should have done something about it. But he didn't. Restrictions or not, he did not fulfill the role of a father figure. And because of that, he fails. He fails as a father figure. He definitely fails as a loving father figure. And when things end the way they do with him, it's heartbreaking, but at the same time, I sat there, looked at it and went, you had it coming. He had it coming because he did not fulfill his role like he should have at all. Now, that's just my take on Victor. And I have no doubt that other people will argue with me and be like, oh, no, he did what he could. He did what he could. No, he didn't. He could have done more. If he was a true father figure, if he considered himself a father figure to Poppy, he would have done more. Straight up, he would have done more. Whether it got him killed, whether it got him beaten, or got him resigned, he would have found a way to protect her in every aspect. And he failed. 100% failed, in my opinion. I don't think there's much more I can say on Victor he wasn't a bad guy. He definitely did his role correctly. He was a perfect guard, but he wasn't He wasn't a father figure. He truly wasn't. He was no more than a glorified guard. So, that will be the end of this discussional. Uh, if you have any comments about it, please leave me some comments. Let me know. I'm still trying to figure out an Instagram setup for this podcast. I've been really busy, so things haven't been working and I tried to set one up and I'm pretty sure I locked myself out by accident so I'm gonna get that figured out then that way you guys can actually post comments on there as well besides just Podbean and all these podcasts that I can actually know I'm seeing and such so once I get that set up I will let you guys know it'll be on my next or well not my next podcast but once I have it set up I'll put it in the podcast the link and everything like that so you guys have a fantastic day enjoy your week uh I hope you enjoyed this discussional and hope it led you to possibly your next adventure have a good week guys